how are you? Welcome back to 4.0 in Life with me, your host, Dina. I'm very excited about today. Well, for one, it's Sunday. Yesterday here in New Jersey was stunning. I think it was like 78, 80 degrees. Um, I have not transitioned yet to my summer wardrobe. So I how to wear jeans. I know some of you were probably looking at me strange. I had a tank top on, so I figured that, you know, equivalent to like shoulders out versus wearing shorts, whatever the case is. So I'm going to make sure I tackle that. Although I feel I'm going to take out my summer clothes and then next week we're going to be back in a tundra like cold weather. Still tons of rain here, but um, I guess the April showers bring me flowers is continuing on. That's fine. That's cool whatever it is. Today's episode, very excited about it because I never, well, I don't want to say never. I rarely get the opportunity to watch television. Normally I go to work, right? I come home. I take care of my little man. We watch his shows, which I've learned to love. Don't get me wrong. Like I still favor is bubble guppies and blues clues is a second close. Um, a second close, a for you know what I mean. I love it just as much as my bubble guppies. But I've been able to, as much as the entire world, really get into a lot of the Netflix documentaries and episodes. And let me just start with saying I love every type of show. From I really do love documentaries because I feel there is a more not, I don't want to say relatable because if it's a horror or a murder documentary, I can't relate to that. But you are listening to a story about something that really happened. And to me, sometimes that's more interesting than a storyline that's made up for a Netflix series, episodes, whatever it may be. I truly have been loving, loving so many episodes that I actually took it to Instagram. I wanted to poll some individuals and I wanted to see their take. So let's talk about the poll first and then I'm going to get into how Netflix is altering my life. Well, I wish it would truly. So what I started off with is there was these really two uh, great, I guess, dating, yeah, dating shows and um, one was Love is Blind. Now that came out early on and I had the opportunity to sit down with my husband and watch it. And I am going to admit that, and if you did not see Love is Blind, I'm not going to get spill anything. This isn't like teaser alert or anything like that. But I will say is towards the end when they did like the very last episode where the people got married or they didn't get married, I fast forwarded to, until they walked to the altar <laughs> Most people are like, wait, what? Because I was just so impatient. I wanted to say, see, like, did you say yes or did you say no? And I give these people credit. To meet someone behind a partition, behind a wall, whatever the case may be, like true blind dating, okay? Like you don't see the person. You just get to know them via communication is intense. And then you see them for the first time. Then if you obviously if you saw them, you were asked to be, you know, would you like to marry me and all that stuff? Would you like to marry me? Would you marry me? And then you spend time with them while on this paradise. Tricky thing is, 
after that paradise-like vacation's over, you come back to the real world. And that's where your typical stressors like your job or if you have family, um, if you have kids, really falls into play. So that's a lot to handle. Like I can't imagine if I was in the position that some of these people were in, coming back especially to everyday life like as a teacher – I'm not crammed down. I mean, most people are like, oh, you have a nine to five job. I really don't because I'm the type of teacher that after work's over, I'm still working. But it's a different world from like when I go on vacation, it is carefree and relaxed. You don't have to worry about a job, um, social medias. And then you come back to real life and you're like, whoa, it's a, you know, this is a lot. So kudos to that. Yes, I fast forwarded. Yes, I just waited till they're up on the stand. And I will say, I was really on. Um, except for a couple, couple, a couple of couples that didn't get married, and I was like, "Whoa!" Again, not a teaser alert. Trust me, there's enough couples, and you'll figure it out as you watch it. So I was really loving that, and I was like, "Yay!" And then came along too hot to handle. Well, as my poll says here, sixty percent of you chose too hot to handle over love is blind. I paired these two up because they were like the dating shows. 40% said love is blind. 60% said too hot to handle. I wonder if that 40% has not seen too hot to handle. My husband and I thought it was more like comedy-like. Um, I love listening to people with accents first and foremost. I think it's very interesting. I sit there and I'm like, how are you born with that? Can I have that accent? I mean, people say here in Jersey, uh, people in New York, Long Island have an accent. I don't hear it because we're so accustomed to it. Whereas, you know, someone from Australia or the UK, like some of the things they say, it's, it's funny. So she was saying that she wanted this one girl, she wanted a geezer. Now, for here in the States, if you say a geezer, usually you're referring to like an older um, senior person, just kind of old, if you will. And a geezer for her, that the girl who was wanting it was someone like, you know, I guess that we would say has swag, you know, has uh, (laughs) – and it's just so like a geezer. Like I want to be like, you're a geezer. Like I wonder how people would react if they've never seen Too Hot to Handle. I will say great concept, awesome concept. Um, Just for those of you, I'm again, not a teaser alert, but just how to create a relationship based on communication only. And if you succumb to any type of kissing or any type of relationship past the communication without being given a green light, you were fined. Like you were fine. Like if you kissed, you were fine. And it was crazy to think, you know, can these people do it? And I personally, I could, I don't think I could ever do a show like this because I'm a one man type of girl. Like I, I can't share another man. I can't, like, I'm not very flirtatious. That's not my vibe. So I must say, for me, it was definitely too hot to handle over Love is Blind. Not to say Love is Blind wasn't good, it was good, but I found more comedy and funny moments in Too Hot to handle. And I don't know. I think it was great. Um, Even their reunion, which had to be filmed, obviously, with everything now, had to be filmed from their homes and they were all using webcams. They did an awesome job and kudos to them. Okay. So I threw back a little bit. Um, You, obviously, those of you who've seen it, and I also mainly watched it because I'm a huge Gossip Girl fan and, uh, you know, Penn is the main character in it. And then um, we watched, my husband and I, we actually watched the two episodes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched and we're like awaiting 
the next episode, not episode season. Like, come on, let's do this again. And then Dead to Me released season two. So I actually totally forgot about Dead to Me because we watched Dead to Me early on when it first came out. And now we're, you know, I remember the storyline. And, uh, you know, it's funny because Dead to Me has more of, again, it has like that funny ha-ha-ha moment. I mean, I can't, I, I always call her Kelly Bundy because that's who she reminds me of. It's like till the end of the day, she's Kelly Bundy from Married with Children. Now I'm throwing it back. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, Google it and you'll be like, oh, or, you know, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Like she was these main characters. She from an early age, I feel, was able to gravitate towards the real adult roles. And what I mean is not being adult, but understanding the character, truly feeling the character's feelings and be able to mastermind that. So that like kudos. And it was crazy because on my poll, it was a 50-50 split. You and Dead to Me. I have to admit, I just based on season two, not saying I don't love Dead to Me, but I really love you. I vibed with it very differently. It was more I don't want to say more serious, but it, you know, it was that whole mystery, like what's going to happen. And I think when quarantine early on happened, there was this meme going around and I shared it and it was basically Joe saying, now do you like my box? Cause he had that like clear box that he kept people in and you know, it was like, ha funny, like you're safe in here whatever the case may be. Um, but 50-50 split on that one. Then here was another one. So Waco came out and I never knew the story of Waco. I have no idea how I did not know the story of Waco because usually, not to say I'm a history buff, but those types of things really vibe with me. Um, and then I watched it and I'm still like, I, I was to the point where when we were done watching a an episode, I would pause it and I would go research because I was like, oh my God. And I'm researching the people that actually can, you can visit and you can go there. And I'm like, I don't like, oh, I don't know how that would vibe. Like to me, that's like, uh, I don't, I don't like if you go to like a haunted place, are you bringing the spirits back with you? It, it's intense. It's a lot. And then the other one I watched, which really was strange how I couldn't stop talking about it was unorthodox. And again, not going to share too much about each of the shows because if you haven't seen it, I don't want to give it away, but it was a 50-50 split in the poll. And it was, you know, unorthodox was intense. It was a look into an orthodox Jew's life, um, a female, again, documentary based on her life and wanting to get out of the community it was intense. It was like there were moments where you're like, go, 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 hurry up, hurry up. Like like not like a horror movie, but like suspense. Like what are you doing? No, turn around. And you're telling the character what to do. And then with Waco, oh, I, I was so – I think I was mad throughout a lot of it. Like I was so confused and I was angry. And, you know, you're like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? There were so many emotions that were coming from me while watching this. That I was like, this is – this is crazy. I, that's why I love documentaries. I, they really vibe with me and they really bring out all my emotions. So I don't I, I don't know. I really loved both of them. So I'm going to say it's an even tie for Waco and Unorthodox and 50-50 split between everybody on here as well. 
Um, another one is I just asked if anyone watched Outer Banks. 25% said yes. 75% said no. So I really <laughs> – we finished – I forgot what we finished watching. We just finished watching Waco and we were scrolling through and we're familiar with the Outer Banks. And we're like, oh, let's – you know, we watch the previews. I love when Netflix shows have the previews. We get a little snippet. And this was between watching – because we had started Ozark – and I know so many people were like – so many people are yelling at me because they're like, what do you mean you can't watch Ozark? I can watch Ozark, but I'm, it's not falling into place with me. And I know so many people are like, you're crazy. It's so good. I know. I know. But I, I don't – I don't know. So I took a break and we watched Outer Banks and we wound up finishing it rather quickly. Good watch. Um, the storyline behind it was really interesting. There, I don't think there were any like moments of – Blah. It, it reminded me of a like revenge of how if you ever seen revenge and like the scene and the setting and the people who have money and people who don't. So it kind of resonated with that and reminded me of that. But other than that, I think it was a good watch. And they're already working on seasons coming after because there's only one season. Um, I threw it way back, way back, mainly because I'm having my, you know, inner college girl vibes. So I said, if you were to rewatch a series, Vampire Diaries or Gossip Girl, and the question was, which bad boy do you prefer, Damon or Chuck Bass? 50% split. You guys, you have to make this, you have to, you have to pick one. And I don't know, like, obviously two totally different bad boys. Like, yes, I want to become immortal. So Damon, like, bite me on the neck, make me a vampire. I will live forever. But then Chuck Bass, even though he's such like a poopy head, he still is like when he finally gives in and shows his true colors, it's Chuck Bass. <laughs> it's Chuck Bass. And then I, you know, here was the interesting thing. I, I'm very, I always like to ask people when it comes to Netflix, everyone has a category, right? Because it, it, it shows you the categories that you like and everyone has like a guilty pleasure that they prefer watching. So what I did is I asked based on two, I said, guilty pleasure watch, The Rich, meaning your shows like Revenge, Gossip Girl, where people have so much money, it's just disgusting, and you you really vibe and you feel like you're a part of it and you're like, oh my God, I want to wear headbands and sit on the Met steps. Or Scandal, you know, there's many scandalous shows out there, like Ozark is a scandalous show, things that are going on. Um, and it was a 50-50 split again. So I guess people really enjoy different vibes. For me, I'm going to say I, my guilty pleasure watch is The Rich. Like just for – and I know this sounds girly, but like the clothes, the fashion, I'm obsessed. Like with Gossip Girls, fashion, like obsessed. Sex in the City, obsessed Carrie Bradshaw. So from you know, it's just like that life that I will never live. Sure, I'll watch it. <laughs> So going on again with the topic, uh, those were just some polls I did, Netflix and how it's altering my life. It is altering my life immensely where some shows I have, I've been able to step away, but there are some shows that I just keep hitting next, next. And I don't even wait for the full credits to roll out. I'm like, no, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go. Hurry up faster. And it, are you, when Netflix, you know, says to me, Dina, are you still watching? Yes, obviously I'm still watching. I don't care that I've been sitting on the couch for 45 hours and, you know, like there's – my door is wide open and zombies are now walking into my home. Like, no, we're still watching. We're still watching. <laughs> so I listed some of the things that 
were my Netflix faves, um, things that I'm rewatching, and you know, hopefully more fallout. So some of my top faves, obviously, I'm not gonna listen. I'm gonna say the Tiger King. We're not gonna talk about it. It is. I feel like there are more mentions of Carol Baskin and did she kill her husband? And yes, we all agree she did. <laughs> We're letting that go um, because that that has come and seen. And yes, I'm not saying it wasn't a good Netflix show to watch. It was great. Again, documentary. Um, I was upset though with the reunion. I don't know if it's because I feel like they needed all to be in one room. Now, obviously, certain people can't be in the room because they're in jail. But I feel like they needed that reunion to happen with everyone in the same room because it's different vibes when they're all around each other as opposed to when they're – obviously, we can't all be together because of quarantine. But it it was very different vibes. And I would love to see a reunion with them in the same room and how they would vibe off of each other based on the things they said. So – um, okay. So Dead to Me, obviously, I've watched that. Love that. Season two, we're currently watching. Love is Blind was great. Too Hot to Handle. Awesome. Loved. I probably could watch that again. Even though I know the outcome, I definitely could watch it again. I think I would watch it again to take notes on what they say and start to learn some of their verbiage and, you know, try to use it <laughs> in my everyday life. Um, Waco is great. You, I loved. Like even my husband, him and I were just glued to the TV. And again, Penn is such a great actor. So it was just like we we gravitated towards that show. That was a good one. Um, also, it makes you wonder how many people are really like the character. A little scary. Outer Banks we watched. Unorthodox I loved. Great, great, great documentary. Uh, Vampire Diaries. I Here's the thing. I loved – I watched that like when it came out. However, I never – so I, I fast, fat, not fast forward, but I watched the end episode because I never watched all the in-betweens and people are like, how did you not watch it? I, I fell out of it because it was such a long series. And I mean, I think I started watching it with it 2009, 2010. I forget. Like this is a long time coming. So I wound up watching the very last episode. I cried my eyes out. If you didn't see it, I will not tell you. Um, and I slowly think I'm going to start watching it all over again because I love the beginning of the story. But I will say I cried. I cried. I am currently re-watching Gossip Girl. And here's the funny thing. My husband's like, you're re-watching it without me? So Gossip Girl came out, was it 2009? And this was my jam. Like this is before you – like I would watch each episode. I think it was on the WB11. I could be wrong. I forget what um, network it was with. Um or no, was it five, channel five, whatever. No, I think it was a dub, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, I would watch it. And then when the episode, like commercials, couldn't fast forward the commercials. And then when the episode ended, I was like, no, like I have to wait another week. Or sometimes they would do like the two week break as a holiday. And I'm like, oh my God, like wh- I, I need to know what's happening. And I literally watched every single episode, every night it was on. I, even if it was super late, I stayed up late. And then now I'm rewatching it and my husband's like really intrigued by it, which is funny because it's like Upper East Side, money, young kids. But I love it. I love the characters. I love the storyline. I just I engulf myself in it. So for me, like if any Netflix show was my favorite, I'm going to say Gossip Girl. Yeah. Gossip. Listen, I'm going to be 37 years old, okay? I still love Gossip Girl. Let me live with it. Yes. All right. Ozark, we're watching it. 
um, sporadically. Again, I know some people love it. I just can't, I, I can't fall into it. Maybe because I took such a big break, I'll try to get back into it. Uh, Revenge was another one that I watched when it came out and uh, literally would watch the episode and have to wait out to the next. That was a good one. My husband watched that. I rewatched it with him and that was that was excellent. Such a goodie, such a scandalous slash suspense. Um, again, with the rich, like the uber rich and what money can get you and buy – That was a good storyline. I love, love, love that one. So out of all those, like with Netflix, and you're like wondering, all right, so how's that alter in your life? So one, it keeps me on the couch probably longer than I should be. Oopsie. So um, I guess when Netflix says, are you still watching? I have to respond and say, no, I'm going to go outside and run and exercise. But oh my God, like talk about, and I think this is what Netflix maybe for everyone else is, talk about living your life through a series. Like, did you ever, and be honest, did you ever watch a Netflix series and you're like, imagine if that was my life? Like if I lived, like if I was in Upper East Side with all of the Gossip Girl cast members or in Revenge, if I had all that money and I could easily like, oh, oops, someone got injured. Let's pay them off and it'll go away. It's crazy some of the concepts and ideas. And honestly, Like this is why producers and story writers and authors do what they do because they create the content and it's just like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. I'm super, super obsessed. And I am also a big fan. Like I love a Netflix series and it's a documentary or it's, you know, it's established from a book. I'll get that book and I'll read that book because I'm like, first of all, I love books. I love books. You guys know I have a book and I know you're probably like, you never finished reading it. I will. I'm getting back to things. Um, I'm going to have a podcast episode where I actually get back to my book. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Someone said I should do a YouTube video and read it. I'm like, no, that's going to be way too long. And people are going to be like, snooze fast, go away. I will dedicate a podcast episode to finishing my book. I do apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't realize how much you guys loved it. And then um, in January, I wound up uh, hearing from my publisher that my book sales went up. And I was like, what? So I will get back to that. Uh, Maybe, you know what I'll do? I'll do it for next week where I'll do first half of a topic and then second half. Or if you guys really want, let me know. I could do the whole podcast episode of that. So yeah, I mean, Netflix, thank you so much for uh, sending all your goodies. Keep them coming. Um, You, I will say, out of all of those episode not episodes uh shows i'm really awaiting to see what happens that's um that gets me excited uh would i love to see another question was would i love to see gossip girls a movie i think that would be awesome but you need the same characters you can't change out the characters that's like when there was the whole sex and city debacle um with the movies and maybe some of the main characters weren't going to be in it no you have to keep the same characters because no one else could play serena vanderwoodson like like lively No one else could play those characters. Like, they're so clutch and key into it all. And the way Gossip Girl ends, I don't know how you would have scandal because I won't, you know, just in case you've never seen it. But I feel like, you know, that's like 11 years ago. Um, What they end with and how it happens, I'm sure things could always happen. So with that being said, on this beautiful but cooler Sunday, uh, it's still morning for me. I'm going to wind down and bid you adieu. Um, Yeah, so guys, listen, make sure you subscribe, you share. Very exciting news. We have another 
another bunch of friends joining us. So you guys know I always get excited for my geographic locations, Canada, Ireland, Brazil, Australia, Hungary, Sweden, France, and joining the mix, Morocco. What? Shout out to all those of you listening in Morocco. Hi, how are you? You can always email me, thequeenbuzz at gmail.com. Very excited. My male gender listeners are climbing up. I know my females generally take over, but my males are coming up. Maybe they like my my voice. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's the cute pink background. I got to update my my art for my podcast. Maybe eventually I'll, I'll get to it. I don't know. Cause it's 4.0 in life and I'm just figuring it out. So thank you again, guys, so much for joining me every Sunday at 12 noon. Make sure you subscribe. So you get alerts when episodes are up new and live and ready to go. Rate, review, email me, queenbuzz at gmail.com. And let's talk more next Sunday. Bye guys.